Hello, all. You are listening to the voice of the Malapert Smark podcast. I'm Kahan, and I'm very excited to introduce to you our latest show. If you're just joining us, I've been hanging out with two of my best friends, Vlad and Robert, and we are in the middle of reviewing WCW after Hulk Hogan turned evil in 1996. Joined the New World Order faction at Bash at the Beach, and they were off and running. A hostile takeover of the wrestling company called WCW. Check out the links in the description below if you'd like to get caught up. It's good stuff. We've done six parts already. This is part seven today. We're almost at Fall Brawl, which is set to be war games between the NWO and WCW. On this recording, we watched the Nitro before war games and war games. It was kind of a long session, so I've decided to split this episode up into three parts because it's all just so fascinating. But check out the links to all the parts in the description below. We hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back to the Malapert's Mark podcast. We're going to talk pro wrestling, not just pro wrestling, but our favorite type of pro wrestling. Old, classic, good pro wrestling, not new, modern, horrible shit pro wrestling. So for that, I got Vlad, the wrestling expert down there. He's got the macho man in the background of his Zoom and we got That's Macho fun. Man clips today coming up on the show on the Nitro. We're going to watch. If we have time, we're going to yeah. watch some of War Games too, but we'll get to that. Let me also introduce my other friend, Robert, the Frozen Asian. Right here. I'm right here. Big Still wrestling frozen. fan. So we've been following this WCW storyline. I just picked a storyline, not at random, but, you know, it's an important storyline in the history of wrestling. And we started basically from the beginning. We didn't cover Holland Nash's initial invasion where they both came in and teased and terrorized a little bit for a few weeks until Hogan was revealed to be the third partner, Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. So he finally Mm -hmm. turned into a bad guy on the show, as they say, and joined them, and they started doing dastardly things. Let's try to describe what's happened so far, Vlad. What do we got? We got beatdowns, backstage beatdowns. WCW was very... Normal, normal wrestling company. So people were showing up to actually watch these matches. And these fools showed up and just ruined it. During the match, they would just wipe people out and just hit and run. That's what they do, hit and run attacks. Larry Zabisco will always mention that they're the master of the hit and run sneak attacks at this point. So sure. spray painting, that, spray painting. Spray painting. Yes, sure. before we mention that, we will mention that Hollywood Hogan did win the world title from the Giant at Hogwild, sure. so they control the title. They boast that. They they brag about it. They spray-painted NWO on it. Then we also saw a couple weeks ago they started spray-painting things, the production truck, and tagging NWO all over everything, being lowlifes. And then they also spray-painted people. They spray-painted WCW wrestlers. After a match that was going on, they just got Chris Benoit and Mongo McMichael and Sting and Ric Flair spray-painted the shit out of them. And then last week, we saw that the WCW wrestlers who did get spray-painted were trying to get revenge for that because that was maddening, right? Imagine getting so humiliated like that. So the four horsemen were there ready to attack the NWO if they could find them. Sting Sting and Lex Luger stole a cop car and went after, <laughs> they went after the NWO in their limo. So we're waiting to see the fallout of this because Eric Bischoff was like, he just stole a cop car. Sting is going to jail. He's going to jail. <laughs> so, and the, and, and the giant, and the giant is a new member. And then of the, the last thing we saw was the giant turned out to be the fifth member of the NWO, along with Ted DiBiase, the fourth member. So the giant defected from WCW, 
He was getting a lot of crap for losing the world title from the likes of the Macho Man. Giant says he didn't get any help that night, which is true, even from the Dungeon of Doom. I was watching him betray the Dungeon of Doom last week. I was like, you know what? They kind of deserve this as he chokeslammed Barbarian. You know, these guys didn't show up for him at Hogwild. Bischoff, once he realized what was going on, he was like, no, no, <laughs> which is funny because he's in on it too. In the end, we'll find out. <laughs> but okay, for the moment, WCW wrestlers were very surprised because Giant said, oh, he went to Hulk Hogan's house and he didn't just see one Mercedes Benz. He saw five Mercedes Benz and he didn't just see one Corvette. He saw 10 Corvettes, right? So he, he sees money. <laughs> in the horizon, mm. especially with Ted DiBiase on board, the million dollar man from WWF. He was a rich guy, right? Ted DiBiase, his belt was worth a million dollars. Was that what it was? The million dollar man? The million dollar belt. It was <laughs> made of pure diamonds. So anyway, so they got financial backing now. <laughs> yes. They got the giant along with Hall and Nash and Hogan. So they look like a completely dominant stable. But War Games is on the horizon. It's going to be four on four. Guys from the Four Horsemen, Ric Flair and Arn Anderson, have joined forces with enemies, basically, Sting and Lex Luger, but they have common enemies. So on this occasion, they found common ground, and they're going to team at Fall Brawl, four-on-four, steel cage, war games match, which they've been doing in WCW exclusively at this point. It was one of their featured matches. So that's coming up on the Sunday here, but we got Monday Nitro to watch before that. So we got one more Monday Nitro before the big showdown at War Games. So let's get to it. Here's our beloved intro that we love so much with the entrance music, Dynamite, Thunder. The buildings, it looks like Chicago maybe, I guess, that they shot that in, I don't know, Philadelphia. I'm curious, I would like to know where they shot that opening sequence. Those buildings with the, the videos on them, projected on them and stuff. I want to live there. All right, let's see how they introduce the show. Here's Tony Schiavone. We are less now than one week away from WCW's Fall Brawl featuring War Games, where it will be WCW against the NWO. But after last week, Larry, there is no doubt in my mind, the balance of power has swung now to the New World Order. Power, that's the key word. They have power in leadership, and I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but along with Mr. DiBiase's financial backing, they now have power in numbers, the giant being the biggest traitor since Benedict Arnold. Last week, as you Benedict talked about, Arnold. Larry, DiBiase Who did Benedict down. Arnold betray? You guys know that story? I got to look that up. Took his seat at ringside, but he I know, was very, to be a traitor. I forgot who he betrayed, though. Yeah, he's like the poster boy for being traitors. And this thing started for WCW to go. I didn't even know there was actually a guy named Benedict Arnold. I thought you were just a Benedict Arnold if you betrayed somebody. All right, so they're going to review last week the whole thing that happened with the Giants coming in. So we already saw this, so go back and watch last week's episode from our show. And you can get this video what happened here tony and no doubt in my mind the balance of power has switched to the new world order but one thing that we do not know as we stand here we know there are going to be four men in the cage for the nwi war games we are still not sure who that fourth man will be because the giant has a match with the macho man randy Savage. we'll be talking uh, more okay, about so that they explain that so the giant is in the nwo but he's not in the war games match they still need a fourth partner because he has a singles match with the macho man so 
spring, our first bounce. I'm very impressed with how Tony Schiavone is so serious here and presents this like it's a serious story. It's not a joke at all. You know, it's so different from how he sounds today. This week on Nitro, here's David Pinter. from the past. He's facing, I think, Super Kahlo. He's got a mask with sunglasses built into the mask and a hat, which is pretty I have no idea who that guy is. I don't know either one of these two, actually. You don't know Super Kahlo? They bring in Mike Tanay on commentary for this match, because Mike Tanay is going to do the second hour, but he's such an expert on these type of wrestlers. They literally bring him in as an expert on Super Kahlo. Well, he knows, he knows the luchador a star in the United States and around the world this Sunday. He's seen the doors, I think, that have been opened for Rey Mysterio Jr., and he would like to take advantage of that as well. So this is the opening match, all right? It's just to get the people's appetites wet for the show. So let's skip forward. It doesn't really matter who wins. It was a good match, but there was some flips and stuff. You know, I don't know if you're interested in a super callow flip, but I'm gonna I'm gonna skip past. I don't past even it. know Robert. who this person is. <laughs> it's, cool. it's all right. It's all right. All right. So we're gonna go backstage. We got Rick Steiner getting interviewed by Mean Gene on the air. And uh, once again, this referee Nick Patrick involved in a decision where Lex Luger got disqualified. You know, I had him. I had him, Gene. You seen it? You were there. I I, I think I could beat him. Well, I, I don't think it ever got around to that because he was disqualified taking that opportunity away. No, from I him. had him, Gene. Well, you're going to have a... He had him, dude. They didn't even start the match. Really We're didn't. talking about that match. Yeah, you remember? They Lex Luger bumped into Nick Patrick. <laughs> oh, poor, I had poor him. <laughs> you know, he said, I... To take it too many shots to the head. Yeah, Leave exactly. That's what Mean Gene's saying. Like, yeah, you know what? It didn't even get to that point, bro. Like, I've never really seen a Rick Steiner promo. I never knew this was his gimmick, that he's just... Kind of got Slope. a screw loose or something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. On tonight to meet Lex Luger, as promised, we've been talking about that. So he's facing Lex Luger tonight. And as a matter of fact, I, I believe there he is, Lex Luger. What? I, I, I had you beat Lex. You've seen it. His partner, Sting, he was there. He, he's seen it. I could beat you. That's I, I, Sting. He, he had him beat that, uh, after that one collar and elbow tie. Wait a minute. Uh, come on here, Rick. You're getting a little confused. Uh, brother's not here. That's exactly right. Rick, you're a great tag team wrestler. You're your brother probably the best ever, maybe. But this is singles wrestling night. I'm in the war games. I'm focused. I am going out there tonight, and I am going to be the total package. I can beat you. Rick. Sting. Rick. I'm oh, going to total package tonight, and you're going down. I'm on top of my game. That's good for me. That's bad for you. Bad. It ain't bad for me. I can beat. All right, so Sting, or sorry, Lex Luger is in the War Games match. This is his last um, warm-up for that, so he's going to face Rick Steiner tonight. Very strange backstage interview, but yeah, okay. Odd. <laughs> it was very odd. But they did mention Nick Patrick, so that's going to come up. Because I did forget to mention in our opening intro where I did this whole storyline, the NWO storyline, the Nick Patrick thing is very important. Let me show yeah. an image of him. So he called as a DQ here, but there's been lots of controversies with him. Some people think he's getting paid by the NWO. He's defending himself. He thinks he's defended. Every call he's made is being legitimate so far. So Rick Steiner did bump into him, or, or Lex Luger did, and he did disqualify him. So let's move on from this. The following announcement 
has been paid for by the New World Order. You want to kick butt like the NWO? You're either with us or against us. You gotta be wearing the official T-shirt. Buy shirt. The NWO T-shirt for just twenty bucks. Five ninety-five. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks was a lot. One eight hundred. NWO. That'd be like forty. Call that number. Plus shipping and handling. The preceding announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Scott Hall said, you want to kick butt like the NWO? <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Yeah. It was let's very just, wholesome. Yeah. That was very wholesome. That was a wholesome little NWO true. scene. I mean, let's just say that, that, yeah, at some point within the next couple of months, everybody in the audience is going to be basically wearing an NWO shirt. Not everybody, yeah. but you know what I mean. This is a pretty historical moment. At first commercial for NWO t-shirts. Those shirts are freaking still going on today, man. It's still one of the highest to sellers day, probably. To this day, WWE. still are buying... That's how I first knew bit. about them is because I, I was in school and I saw some kids wearing those shirts. I was like, who's that? <laughs> what's the what's the NWO? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Funny. That's very interesting. It's but a cool looking sense. shirt. It's an excellent it is, shirt. It is. It was very basic and plain, but it freaking worked. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Nothing else ever worked. I've seen other groups come up with like three letters and try to make it a thing. RDX, whatever the fuck. Nothing really worked like the NWO. For some reason, those three letters kind of rolled off the tongue really nicely. Plus, New World Order, it had a really good undertones in it, hidden meanings and stuff. So, this sure. is cool. This is cool. What are we talking about? Welcome back, fans, uh, to Nitro Live here in World Championship Wrestling. And you know, they before they could have the shirts, they had to make their own. They spray painted it, basically. One of the most the eagerly anticipated debuts ever. The debut of Glacier, Larry, and you were there. Oh, yeah, I God. was there to see <laughs> Well, you don't like Glacier, he dressed up like Sub-Zero. He is Sub-Zero. That's the ba- what's it based off of? WCW Pro. It's a Sunday night show, I think. Sunday afternoon show. Yeah, that was like their rampage, I guess. Yeah. Look at this idiot. <laughs> oh, God. He was a, so, he was a Nikita Lyons' his character is based on this. Oh, is that right? I, know, I didn't know that. She does those same type of moves and kicks, martial arts kicks and stuff. I don't mind Anyways, watching Nikita they... Lyons do it, though. Mm. <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm just saying, just saying. Yeah, it's, it's oh, much Nikita, nicer yes. watching Nikita Lyons than Glitch. <laughs> yeah. You, you don't right. say. What do you think of this group, Lad? The Amazing French Canadians. God, that's the same team that was in the WWF. The amazing team name. Yeah, but God, their name. Holy crap. The amazing French Canadians. Not very original. Jacques Rougeau. I was reading about Jacques Rougeau that in this time period, he actually formed a show in Canada, like did his own wrestling show, and booked Hulk Hogan and beat Hulk Hogan. Booked himself to beat Hulk Hogan clean in a match. So Hogan put him over on an indie show, I guess. Hogan must out of respect. respect for yeah, out of respect. So that's what I hear. So they're fighting the Nasty Boys here who have a title shot at the pay-per-view against Harlem Heat. So we're going to skip this match. Oh, you know what? There's something during the match that's going on. This is a thread. A lot of matches have nothing to do with the NWO, but things happen during the matches that have to do with the overall angle. There's people going around passing out flyers, NWO flyers. Shivani's going to send Larry Zabisco to go grab one and see what he says. He's way over to that youngster to try to see exactly what this NWO <laughs> what in the world does this thing say? 
They're talking about this a whole NWO thing the whole freaking time. Like, they can't stop talking about it. It's so important and crazy. Whoever is in a match, they kind of, they're talking about the match, but eventually their mind wanders off to what's going on with the NWO. Sure. The it's engraved in the show, just, like you said, not being part of whatever is currently going on. Yes, which is freaking fantastic. It makes these shows, like, literally one of the top-level wrestling shows I've ever fucking seen. No, for sure. In this period, I don't know if it's going to tail off or the quality, but, man, it's so tight yeah. here. They control the show so well. The commentators are really controlling it and selling it and making it feel real making it feel realistic as best as they could yeah it's still wrestling it's still a little funny but they treat it seriously enough that it works it really works so i am going to skip forward through this match now though. the nasty boys win they're going to have another interview with them where they ask them if they are in cahoots with the nwo so this is like a running thing that people kind of keep suspecting them because they've been known to be friends with hulk hogan but I'm going to skip Sergeant Pittman against Scott Norton. Another match. This has a bit of a feud. Scott Norton's feuding with Ice Trey. So I think Ice Trey is going to come at the end and prevent a post-match beatdown. So this has been like another angle, minor angle that's been going on on other shows. I'm going to skip through it, though. All right, so here we go. Backstage segment. Mean Gene is back there with... Rick Flair and Lex Luger. Joined by Lex Luger, Arn Anderson, Rick Flair. I thought I had the components here for the team that was going to be representing World Championship Wrestling. Ron rolled down. Luger, where's Sting? You got double A, you got the Nature Bowl, we got the package. Where's Sting? We got a fight going on Sunday. Where is your partner? Before you go jumping down my throat, Nature Boy, I've been there in war games with you guys. I've been a horseman. I've been in on the strategy sessions. I know what the importance of this match is. I have the same at stake that you guys have at stake. Sting's here. Steiner said he saw him in the back. I don't know where he is right now. It's unusual because I always tell Sting what do to do. Do me a favor, will you? Tell your story walking. Where's Sting, brother? Hogan, Outsiders, next Sunday night, the show is out. It's live. And the by God horseman and Luger and a whole thing show up. What about that? All right, where where is Stig? Is he in jail? Because Lex Luger was in that car too, in that cop car. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, no, wouldn't it, it, I think they'd know if he was in jail. Exactly. So we just don't know right. where Sting is. So this is going to be very important. This is a very important episode right here historically. Where is Sting? Why is he missing? That's my question. But we got to move on. We're gonna see as the show progresses what happens so can you smell it gene the ship ain't even sailed in six days and the rats already jumping off the ship i told you guys not to count on these guys stay in the horseman we'll see what happens all right you've got to settle down what's your thoughts on all of this Chris this Van is Wall? what the thought of filling our shoes has done what's going to happen in the cage lex just not here for an interview. The stinger is, is in Where the is building. He? And Gene, if there's one guy, and you guys know we can count on for war games, we can count on the fight 
for World Championship Wrestling. It's the Stinger. He's always been there. He'll be there in six days. You can count on it. Let me tell you my mindset, okay? Forget about the fact he's not here for the interview. I've called ahead to Winston-Salem to get myself a hospital room because I figure I just might need it. I expect to get hurt at more games. So does he, and so should you. And so should Sting, because you see, when you walk in more games on the room. cage, you've got to put all that on the line. I don't know if you can you reserve a room. All that. Hogan, That's why it's ridiculous. Bring to me. <clears throat> but I was in the, right up in your face the very next week. So apparently I got more guts than you got talent. You tried to put my eyes out with paint. You should have used battery acid. That's what I would have done. You lit this fire. Now it's going to burn you all to the ground. I'm certain the horseman would be more than happy to jump into this place without staying. Gentlemen, I thank you. Next Sunday Hollywood night, WCW, meeting the NWO double cage and, of course, double ring. Stay tuned. We've got more action live on Nitro. What a Monday. All right, all right. What do you think of that, Vlad? Nice segment, huh? That was fantastic. Dude. So I love everybody involved. Sting though. being missing, huh? I can't remember why he's actually missing i mean okay i know why he's missing in the sense of the, the angle that's coming but i don't remember like what the actual i think he, it was like car trouble or i forget what happened actually. <laughs> well, well hold on we'll wait on that let's just see but yeah. i just think it's interesting this whole thing with the horsemen coming in and you know they don't trusting yeah. and luther to do the job well, sure. and everything sure so this is a good segment again a great arn anderson promo a great rick oh. promo so oh, yeah yeah that was good fantastic that was really good i mean All except right. for the fact that he you can't have a room at, no. <laughs> ready for you at, at the hospital mm. but nonetheless it was, was kind of ridiculous but <laughs> <laughs> where is sting Thank you for listening to episode 79A of the Malapert Smart Podcast. If you'd like to listen to the next part, the link to episode 79B is in the description below. Please hit like and subscribe for more wrestling content.